Welcome to the SA for FA's Asset Allocator Podcast, a series that addresses issues of current interest to financial advisors, including ETFs, asset allocation, and the economy. I am your host, Gil Weinrich of Seeking Alpha, and our topic today is Fidelity's announcement of a battery of additional cut rate index funds and what that implies for financial advisors. Fund giant Fidelity Investments announced on Tuesday the addition of five new index funds to its existing arsenal of 53 such funds, and it made sure to trumpet the fact that these funds' expense ratios were lower than comparable funds found at Vanguard. Except for its new Muni Bond Index Fund, which weighs in at a mere 7 basis points, the other four index funds, two mid caps, two small caps, are an even lower 5 basis points. But that's not all. The funds require no investment minimum whatsoever in comparison to the usual $3,000 investment minimum at Vanguard. And Fidelity's portfolio of offerings includes four funds with zero expense ratios and others as low as 0.015%. Now, I detect a note of hyperbole in the first words of the Fidelity News release, which describe the firm as one of the industry's largest and most experienced providers of both low-cost active and index products. One of the most experienced is a bit of an exaggeration. Quick, index fund. What word comes to mind? Vanguard is probably the first word for most people. Indeed, Fidelity was slow to get into this business, even as asset flows confirmed the indexing trend year after year and decade after decade. When Jack Bogle initiated Vanguard's indexing products in the 1970s, they were derided as un-American and referred to as Bogle's folly. No less a personage than the chairman of Fidelity Investments, Edward Johnson, was quoted as saying that he couldn't believe that the great mass of investors are going to be satisfied with receiving just average returns. Well, the whole fund industry stood by and watched just how satisfied Americans were to approximate average market returns net of high management fees and watched as Vanguard, then BlackRock, and Charles Schwab ate their lunch. So Fidelity has gone all in and has been scoring critical points in assets under management as evidenced by growth in index fund assets of 144% over the past three years, reaching nearly half a trillion dollars. That's still a long, long way from the over $3 trillion in indexed products that Vanguard manages, but it makes Fidelity's strategy clear. The money management business, as ever, sports multiple ways of, well, making money. Bring in the assets with loss leaders and the shoppers will stick around to use the firm's brokerage services. What's next? A potential portent of the future was seen in May when one small ETF firm, Salt Financial, launched the first negative expense ratio ETF, kicking in five basis points from its own resources to the fund's shareholders. So what does all this mean for advisors? I think it's great news because I believe that business, properly understood, is all about mutual advantage. Some old-style brokers were happier in the clubby days of fixed commissions, when investors not only paid high fees, but were totally dependent on brokers for information about stocks. But even if that seemed like a good business model, the march of progress undermined their businesses and many brokers became broker. Today, in the era of free, 
There's no reason for investors to turn to an advisor but for advice. How fortunate then are financial advisors who can tell their clients and prospects that the frictional costs on their investments are close to zero. Advisors are free to contemplate and articulate their value proposition, be it in shepherding clients through an affordable retirement and related healthcare concerns or savvy investment management and tax arbitrage. However, one lesson of Fidelity's indexing campaign that is best not ignored is that part of advisors' appeal will depend on fees that seem reasonable to consumers in a competitive marketplace. As we conclude this podcast, I want to mention the launch of another one, Seeking Alpha's new Let's Talk ETFs podcast, hosted by my colleague and friend, Jonathan Liss. The podcast explores ways ETFs can help investors reach their financial goals. I encourage you to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. Thanks for listening. If you found this podcast useful, please leave a review on Apple or Google Podcasts so that others can discover this series. Meanwhile, you can contact me at gill at seekingalpha.com if you have feedback or requests, and make sure to subscribe wherever you get podcasts. 